Welcome to The Greatest Day Podcast. My name is Craig Smith, your host and the creator of The Greatest Day Mindset. This podcast is all about helping you gain the tools and the insights you need to shift your focus in life and begin living each day to the fullest. The Greatest Day Mindset is a lifestyle. It's a way of living each and every day with a positive attitude. It's choosing to be happy and live life with energy, no matter your current situation or circumstances in life. Today truly is the only day you and I have to live, shape, and create who it is we want to become. So choose to make today the greatest day of your life. Happy Friday, you guys. Welcome to the podcast. Another episode of the Greatest Day podcast. First time listening. Second time, third time, if, if you're new here, let me just thank you. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you for those who are still here. I think episode 76, I'm pretty sure that's what we're on. And I'm really hopeful today is something that you can put straight into your life immediately. And by immediately, I mean in real time. We're going to do a little exercise towards the end of the podcast. And I hope that, uh, it's just something that you can, if you're not already doing that, you can, that you can put straight into your life because I think it's one of the most powerful things that you can do. And, um, and most of us probably face this thing called burnout in life. And I think this is the cure for it. Um, and I say the cure as in just a really big help, right? Um, but it will. I think we can avoid burnout by doing this thing. And so let's just get to it. But first, let me go to, I haven't done this for a little while. So let me just go to the ratings and reviews over on iTunes. Now, I'm trying to grow these ratings. So if you guys could take just a minute, even pause right now, just go go hit the five stars and write a review. <clears throat> One of the latest reviews from last month from L. Crump 1976 I never want them to be over because he talks about so many good things. He's really helping me see things differently in a really good way. Thank you, Crump1976. I appreciate the feedback and the praise and the excitement. You know, hopefully these are good things for you guys and, and challenge you to think differently about things and and really just, you know, get out of... Sometimes it's just getting out of our normal way of looking at things. You know, we get, and this goes into today's episode, but we get, <clears throat> we just get into the same train of thought all the time. You know, it can become routine to do things uh, the same way that we've always done them. And that is my goal. It's not always to be politically correct or or say the the nicest, most polite um, things in the world, you know, I'm not, while I try to balance that, I'm really trying to get you to think differently. And if I, <clears throat> if I get you to do that, sometimes it means that you don't agree with me, but, um, and sometimes it stirs things up a little bit inside, but if I've gotten you to think a little bit, shift your thinking a little bit, then, then I think I'm helping. I think I'm doing my goal anyway. <clears throat> that's what I'm after is to try to get you to think a little bit differently. So today is not going to be that. I don't think I'm giving you anything that is super new and it's certainly not anything that I haven't talked about before. 
In fact, I'm quite passionate about this topic, but I'm going to add some science to it. I'm going to add some some practicality to this topic. So grab a pen, grab a pencil. Um, actually, you need some paper too, a pen and a pencil. Just grab one of them and something to write on <clears throat> because I want you taking notes and I want you to, this is more of, this is a training. This isn't just some fun ex- exercise or fun uh, podcast. This is you getting pen to paper, take notes, take action. Cause none of this is helpful if you're not going to take action on it. And, um, so that's the call to action today is take some notes and then take some action. So just think about how many times you have heard me say, or write in an Instagram post or mention on the podcast, this very thing, you are doing too many good things in life, not to stop and celebrate. You have heard me say that over and over and over, right? Because I believe it. It's time for you to start recognizing the things you're doing, the small wins that you're having all the time, and you're having them all the time. You pushed play on this podcast. That is a victory. You are stepping closer or you're stepping into this thing of self and personal development. That is a victory. Have you ever stopped and celebrated the fact that you listen to this podcast or other podcasts or that you read books? You know, probably not. Probably just push play mindlessly and you go about your day and or your walk or whatever you're doing, not recognizing that is a step towards something bigger and greater. Celebrate it. <clears throat> I think we um, I think it's natural for us to just wait for the big moments, the big projects that we're working on, the big like the completion of something to actually celebrate it. And uh, we need to get away from that because this small win principle, um, many other people have talked about this, the small wins principle, right? But it's celebrating these little things with the with with the bigger picture in mind. Because once you get the small wins, you get the big wins later. But if we just go after the big victories and the bit, you know, the completion of a big project, it actually has been shown to slow our progress or even kill our progress um, because because we we don't work that way. Our brains don't work that way. We need we need to keep feeding it. So let's get into this. Why is it important? Why is it key to celebrate often? Celebrate the small things. Um, well, we're we're trained a certain way in life, um, and we're rewarded a certain way in life, and we we've become dopamine chasers. That's the best way to put it. Is we're we're chasing we're all chasing dopamine every day, every day, and when we celebrate small wins, and when we celebrate and recognize the small victories it becomes a lot easier to pick up that momentum of making progress. It helps us to feel good. That's what dopamine is, right? It's the feel-good neurotransmitter. It helps us to feel good about ourselves. And when you keep putting out effort with no reward or no recognition, that's when burnout sets in. And it sets in quickly too, right? Like it doesn't take long to without the reward system firing off to reach burnout, to reach this place of, I don't feel appreciated. I don't feel like I'm making progress. I don't feel like why I'm this hamster wheel, right? Like over and over and over with no recognition, 
we burn out very quickly. So that's why I call this episode the cure for burnout is because if we can learn to just start recognizing and celebrating ourselves more frequently, more often, um, it brings a ton of benefit to not just your emotional health, like your mood and your well-being, um, but to all aspects of your, like your relationship changes, um, your relationship with your kids, your spouse, your, your partners in business, everything starts to change when we feel this regular hit of dopamine from celebrating ourselves. Um, and there's great research behind it too, right? <clears throat> happier, happier and more motivated people succeed more when they're proud of themselves and they're proud of their work. Um, and I'll get into some very specific examples in a second. Uh, because celebrating your small wins, it when they've when science that they've traced the brain pathways, people people who do this have been shown to be happier. They've reported happier, like happiness scores in workplaces. Um, they've they've shown to be more positive overall in life. <clears throat> Focusing on your smaller wins switches up. Um, it switches up the science behind it, and it makes it more likely that you're going to keep reaping the benefits, right? So we want to build the momentum, and we want to keep going. Um, and we get, you know, we are an addicted people. You know, this hit of dopamine, it motivates us, and it brings that happiness. There's a science behind it, and people have used it against us. Namely, social media. Think about social media. They have this science perfected. They they get it. They know it. They know how often you're opening the app. I read a while ago, Instagram, right? They changed the way they actually showed you notifications on your phone based on how many times you open it. Um, they don't want to. They don't want to give you all the notifications at one time because they know you're going to be back in about two minutes and 46 seconds, you're going to open that app up again or five minutes, whatever you sp- you do, like you have shown a pattern in the way you use your app. And so they will withhold the notifications so that when you come back in the, in your, in your four minutes or seven minutes or whatever, you know, it, your pattern is, they've withheld some of your notifications and likes for that next time you open the app and they will then show you even more. So each time you open the app, they're strategically withholding your notifications so that you get the dopamine hit when you open it. How twisted, right? I don't know if it's twisted on their part or if it's on our part. Um, pornography, the porn industry, they, they get this more than anything. They know the dopamine hits. They, they get it. They get it. And they'll use it against people. Um, sex sells because it's a hit to the dopamine. Food, food commercials, right? Making the food look so perfect on a commercial hits our dopamine sensors. We want to, we want to do that. So then when we eat, we have a release in our brain, all these things you can begin to learn and, and using your own benefit. I think of, I think of, this is a funny example. I mean, it's funny to me. I'm laughing. Maybe you'll appreciate it, but I remember potty training one of our kids Um, probably our first, honestly, and reading some of the science and strategy and techniques behind helping your child um, 
potty train quickly. And I remember reading like, okay, when you have, when your child has that first successful um, completion, right? Like they pee or they poo in the toilet successfully, the very first time they do it, you are supposed to jump up and down and scream and celebrate and, and make it the biggest deal of their lives because the reward system in their mind will fire off and they will want to repeat that behavior. And I remember doing it, right? I remember my first son, when he, when he succeeded in the potty, I was jumping up and down and I was screaming and I was running around the house and I was making it a very, very big deal. I probably looked like a, well, who knows what I looked like. It doesn't matter. But did it work for him? I think so. I mean, I remember he was pretty excited. He was pretty happy. I remember that when we make a big deal out of things for kids, right? You can see them change. You can see their their state change. And they get really excited and happy about something. <clears throat> and we're the same way. It never goes away, right? As adults, we're the same. Um, so think about this. Think about this um, cycle and write this down. Action leads to consequences or a result. If we celebrate, then we feel good. Then we have more action and we want more result, and we get more results. So action, draw an arrow over to results slash consequences. Draw an arrow over to celebration. Draw an arrow over to feeling good. Draw an arrow over to more action. Draw an arrow over to more results. That's the cycle. That's the action, consequence, reward cycle. And this is what we're after. This is what we want to manipulate and use for our own benefit. So here's what hap- this is what happens when you take out the reward or, or the, or the um, celebration. Is you take action. You're getting a result. When you've removed the celebration and that positive response that there's no feeling, right? Take out celebration. There's no good feeling. And then the, the action becomes less and, the, and you get fewer results. Maybe you got to listen to that a couple times to understand what I, the diagram I just kind of mapped out. But basically, when we take action and we're getting results or getting the consequences from our actions, the key to getting more taking more action and getting more results, the difference from less action and fewer results is the celebration in the middle, which creates the feelings of um, the good feelings, the positive feelings. So we've got we've to use this principle everywhere in our lives. Celebrating the small victories makes a big deal. Um, and I'm a science guy, so I love some of this, uh, so I love some of the research that is out there. So just as an illustration, <clears throat> one study I found, and it's been referenced multiple times, at least in the things that I read about positive psychology and the reward system in the mind, but at the Harvard Business School, so they did this study of, um, I think it was like seven companies, 238 supervisors in these seven different companies journaled after a days of work, they, they wrote in their diary, they wrote in their journal about how the day went and the results were pretty cool, right? So 12,000 journal entries that this, um, study looked at and the days that seemed to be most productive on the books, 
And according to the journal entries, the supervisors who wrote about a day and their day reflected positive or productive results from the day referenced victories. In those journal entries, they wrote about things that went well. And in the journal entries where, where they said the days were negative or they were bad, they were writing about all the things that went wrong. <clears throat> so it was in... It was in their reflection and their focus that determined the way they looked at the day. When they looked at the bad, they called it a bad day. <clears throat> when they looked at the victories and celebrated some milestones, they called it a good day. Now, both are happening every day within these companies. Both are happening in our days. In your day, you're having both good and bad things, air quotes, good and bad, negative and positive things that are happening where you're putting your attention, where your focus goes, your energy flows, whatever you're putting your attention towards is what you're inviting into your world. So again, this <clears throat> today's training is about using this for your benefit, manipulating your mind. It's not even, you call it whatever you want, tricking your mind into spotting the good and celebrating those things. I want to, we want to do it intentionally. It's not going to happen by accident. Um, because we are not wired that way. We're not wired that way. This feel good dopamine happiness cycle, you know, that I talked about a second ago. This is not the way we are wired. I mean, go back to our the earliest programming, you know, in cavemen, right? <clears throat> I've talked about this before. You've probably heard this before. Cavemen, like the earliest people on earth, they... And even now, even now, right? <clears throat> even now, you don't, we're not always wired for friendliness and um, without caution. Like back in, the, back in the earliest days of man, people weren't going over to their, their cave neighbors and saying, you know, you saw someone for the first time. You, it was life and death. That man is here to kill me. And take everything that I have. You didn't welcome them with open arms. You you were ready for war. You were ready to kill that person before they killed you. Thank goodness we're not in those days now. But our brains are still naturally wired and programmed that way. So as we go about our day, we're not we're not scanning the world for good naturally. That's not something that just naturally is is how we work. We've got to work to change our natural hardwired um, ways in life. We've got to by bypass these things, but it's got to be intentional. Um, <clears throat> another study that I found that just spoke to the way the brain is naturally wired, it was out of Ohio State. And um, these researchers, they, sh they used images and they showed these participants images. And first images they showed these participants were uplifting positive, um, pictures that would, that would bring out positive feelings. Right. And I'm not exactly sure what the pictures were, but it'd be like nature and flowers. And this is, I don't know that that's in the study by the way, but I'm just saying things that would bring out positive feelings, right. Probably puppies and, and animals and children, right. These things like have been shown to like evoke positive responses in people's brains. So they would show these people these, these pictures 
And then they would follow that up with a picture that evoked negative, like negative images, right? And then they asked the participants which images had a bigger impact on them. Um, And then they're scanning their brain at the same time. So they're getting these images on the brain. They're scanning the brain. And the brain, they didn't even need to ask the participants which one had a stronger reaction. They watched the brain, and the brain had a stronger reaction to the negative images. The, The negative images were more impactful on the brain themselves than the positive ones. So we have this natural negativity bias within us. Um, so let's get to, to some practical stuff for you guys to use. Cause I think I've made my point. We're all, we've all got it right. We're negative people by nature. That's okay. So what we can do something about it. Um, I, I see negativity in my life. I feel negativity in my life, but so much less than I used to. And, and so much less than I see positive and I celebrate things. You've heard me talk about this before. I'll see, I'll see or encounter a situation and my mind is instantly towards, towards a positive side. Um, now I'm not trying to get caught up in this whole, maybe I'll talk about this on the next episode, this toxic positivity thing. And I've heard this going around lately about people being too positive and, and, I mean, there's more to it. I won't get into it here, but let me just tell you, I'm not an all positive person. I'm not all, I'm not always about gratitude and and things are great in life. I've shared that with you guys before. I have my days too. I'm human. I have moments inside every day where I'm a grump, where I'm short tempered and I'm impatient. Like I'm not, this isn't just always sunshine and rainbows in my mind either. Like that's not even possible or desirable. Um, but what I'm saying is we can work extra hard against the negativity bias so that we can celebrate and recognize victories, release the dopamine in our brain and, and create this momentum to then have a better outcome and have a better day. Again, the natural brain is searching for negativity. So what do we do? Here's the, what do we do? That's where we're at now. So coming down the home stretch, here's the takeaway and here's the practicality. We need to begin recognizing, you guys need to begin recognizing, if you're not, victories every day. And I would say, and I think research would support this, the earlier you do this, the better. The earlier you can program your mind and reward the brain intentionally with these feel-good neurotransmitters, dopamine, the earlier you can do it, the better. So first thing I do it first thing in the morning, I open my focus journal most days and I am in that place of gratitude. And the second prompt, the second prompt in the focus journal is celebrating your personal victories. Do you now know why I have that in there? It's very intentional why it's in the journal. Celebrate three things about yourself. Recognize three small wins that you've had recently. Um, and it doesn't have to be like even a completion of a project or perfection in any means. It's about progress, right? It's about progress. It's about going to bed early the night before. Cause you said you wanted to, it's, you know, I could go on and on about the little things that it is. Um, but they definitely don't have to be like these, 
these home run hits. So here are some tips on how to celebrate your small wins, whether that's, you know, at home or at work or, you know, in relationships you have, like whatever they are, because it's all about switching up our mindset. It's all about switching up our view on ourselves and on the world um, so that eventually we kind of make that our second nature, right? We kind of make that, that, that when things happen and I've worked hard and I think that's where I'm at in my life is when things do happen, I can have a positivity bias really quickly. Actually, I think I have that before I have the, the negative bias, truthfully, um, in, in most cases. Uh, it is, it's hard for me not to find the good in someone or in some kind of situation. I just, I'm annoyingly positive that way. Uh, but it's come with a lot of work and wiring, rewiring my, pro, my, my brain, right? So, um, so how we can go about this, some tips to do this is, is that, that I just said, is to do it quick and do it, do it often. First thing in the morning, right? Inside the journal, inside your own little notebook, a piece of paper, write it on your mirror when you're getting ready for the day, write down the small wins that you've experienced within yourself, within your life, your work, your relationship, somewhere. Make sure they're not this like big home run, you know, thing. It doesn't have to be what, how did I put it in the, the intro of the journal in my, I said, um, Oh, how did I put it? You don't need to be solving world hunger. Like that doesn't have to be your victory, right? That's just an illustration. It doesn't have to be this massive thing. In fact, don't make it massive things because those are happening less frequent anyway. So jot them down. Um, the small, the small things, the things that kind of feel insignificant, right? Like, um, did the dishes, took out the trash, um, praised my spouse or kids the day before or woke up and journal. That's a, that's a big victory. I've been working on that. Got up early, didn't hit my alarm, snoozed, um, did snooze because my body needed rest. Like all, all these things, whatever it is for you, make them personal, but celebrate them. So the other thing is to try to create some victories as quick as possible in the day. So you lay your day out in front of you, look at some things that you could do really quickly and easily that you can get some of those dopamine hits to the brain. So if you look at your, your day, and I know this is probably contradictive to some things I've even said before, and some people, some pretty, um, relevant people in the world say what to do. And, And usually people are saying, do the biggest task first. Do the biggest task of your day first so that you have, you've taken the worst part out or the biggest task out and, and now it's just smooth sailing from there. Um, I agree with that and that works, but I'd say even before you get to maybe taking on the, the, the large tasks of the day, I'd say take a couple of them that you can get done within a couple minutes. So maybe, so maybe you take the first 10 minutes of your, of your work day or just getting going and you knock out five two minute tasks, right? You respond to a a quick email. You listen to that voicemail that's in your mailbox and, and jot down the notes or, or the to do from that voicemail. You send a couple uplifting text texts to people. You, um, organize your, your desk a little bit. You on and on and on, right? 
do a couple things, a few things that take under two minutes and create that sense of victory early. You're, you're already building momentum. Get, get a couple small tasks done, then take on that big thing, right? But we want to get this mental, um, this mental win, this mental high five, the pat on your back, and maybe even do that, right? I think that would reward the brain too, is if you do some of that, give yourself a high five. I mean, literally, literally give yourself a high five, literally pat yourself on the back. So right now, right now, when I say ready, go pause the podcast do something, send a message, complete some kind of task, do, do something, literally pat yourself on the back or literally give yourself a high five and then come back and push play. Ready, go. And maybe at this point you've just pushed play again. Maybe you didn't do it at all. I don't care. But the point is there are some things you can do real quick and easy that can create that sense of victory. Now, if you did it, how did it feel? It probably felt pretty good, right? It probably, it was pretty simple to just send your spouse or your significant other a text saying how much you appreciate them and all that they do. And it felt good. <clears throat> it wasn't, it's not, it's not a big deal to quickly respond to an email or, or just clean out the, the trash in your email, you know, just empty the, empty the trash, empty the the deleted files, right? Something really simple. It feels good. So hopefully you at least did it. And if not do it after the podcast is over. Um, cause the little things that we're doing is gaining momentum. And when you're making it a priority and you're, you're, you're giving yourself that confidence and that extra motivation to begin to tackle the other things in the rest of your day. So plus, like I said, over and over and over word of the day, dopamine hit, right? It sparks energy. It's been shown to. It sparks energy. It increases your happiness, your productivity. Happier people get things done. Grateful people get things done. Um, we've already talked about another point that I jotted down in my notes, which is to keep small wins small. They don't have to be spectacular, huge, massive things, right? <clears throat> in fact, they shouldn't be because once you set the bar too high on yourself, those expectations, you know, it what it really does is set us up to spot and feel like we failed. So keep them small, keep them simple. Um, do things intentionally small and seemingly insignificant, um, to then spark your brain and the dopamine and reward yourself. That's the key, um, is to do that. <clears throat> we want to train our mind to find and embrace the positive stuff. So, um, another thing is to actually keep record of them. Another tip would be to write them down. So I think, who was it? I don't, actually, I don't know. Some people have mentioned it. I don't know where it came from, but maybe you've heard of the, uh, the reward jar. If not, you know, it's pretty self-explanatory. You have a jar, you write down your victories of the day, you know, one a day, you put it in the jar at the end of the month, you pull them out and start reading them. <clears throat> you've got 30 victories right there that you've accomplished um, <clears throat> it's kind of what happens in the journal, right? If you're keeping the focus journal, this is, and if not, here is, excuse me. <clears throat> and if not, here's another reason to have the focus journal is you can keep record of your victories daily. And there's, there's three spots for them, right? You want to go to the right side of the journal, the open reflection and add more. Great. But this is one of my favorite parts of the journal and of writing my personal victories is <clears throat> I've done this with clients too, in session 
is to just flip back a few days, flip back a month ago, flip back three months ago. What were you writing down as your victories? You know, some days it's hard to, to find the good inside of ourselves or around us or what we're doing. Go back a day or a week or a month and begin to read your past entries of personal victories that will shift your mind as well when we can go back and look at how we've been recognizing things. So it's a great place to keep record and, um, and making it just part of the ritual is just a powerful process. You know, if it's, if you're journaling every day, add in your victories. So it, it makes it easier to celebrate and recognize your victories when you make it part of something you're already doing. You go for a morning walk every day or a walk at night, use your walk to reflect on what you've accomplished during the day. Just attach it to something you've already done. Brushing your teeth at the end of the day, as you stare in the mirror and brush your teeth, say to yourself in your mind, you know, or out loud that, you know, like at the dentist when they're cleaning your teeth and they ask you questions while they're cleaning your teeth, like, how am I supposed to answer that? You know, say in your mind, as you're brushing your teeth at the end of the day, things I've accomplished today, things I feel good about that I did today. So, just pair it with something else that you've already done. That's called habit stacking. And it's very, very powerful to do something like that. Um, and the more you make this just a ritual or part of your everyday life, the more you are rewiring and retraining your brain to spot it. So if some of you have been practicing this for a while because you have the journal and it's just part of the prompts that I, that I try to get you to think about, you have probably noticed it gets easier to recognize victories. It doesn't mean it's easy all the time. I still struggle sometimes to recognize them. I don't feel good about myself, right? I'm like, what have I done lately? Nothing. Well, that's not true. Of course, we've done something. But even then, it's still easy to fall back into that mindset. Um, so what was I saying? Yes, my point is those who have practiced it inside the journal, you know, for a month or two or three or however long you've been doing it, you probably recognize how much easier it is now to begin to spot the little things throughout your day. You might even, as you're going out through your day, start taking mental note of something. Oh, I paid for that person's coffee in line at Starbucks, or I held that door for someone, or I saw somebody drop something and I picked it up for them. Um, I'm going to put that in my journal later as a victory. So when we do it more often and it becomes a ritual and it's just part of our process, our natural process in life, um, not our natural process, our intentional process. When it becomes part of our intentional process of life, it becomes easier to access later on. Um, so the trick, if there really is a trick about all this is to be consistent. You know, my preference is in the morning. I will oftentimes in my meditation at night, like I did last night's meditation, um, the guided meditation that I listen to, she says, think about the day you've had. Remember some of the moments that you felt good about. And I like that. So I start my morning by writing the victories. I end my day by reflecting on the victories. Um, so just get it more frequent. The repetitions in the mind, it becomes um, easier to access. And then you've got the journal. And if not, then go over and get the journal, right? over to the website links are in the uh, show notes, but then you can begin to keep record. You can go back, you can read them. You just make it part of who you are and what you do. 
Um, and always, always just embrace the small wins. These, these things are what's setting up us for more success and more happiness. Um, it really is, you know, a, a big deal. It's a, it's a game changer in, in your world and in your mind on a neurobiological level. You're actually changing the way your brain works when you do this. Your mindset literally shifts on a cellular level inside your brain, the way it works. You want to be that positive, grateful, happy person? You've got to practice grateful, positive, happy things daily. You've got to recognize yourself. And you want to avoid burnout in your life, within your home, within your relationship, the way you approach your kids, your business. Then you better start celebrating daily and often and early Um, and share this, share this with somebody because they need to know they are also doing way too many good things to not be recognized and celebrated. And it starts within ourselves. I'm a wonderful cheerleader. Send me a message. I promise I will help you find something good within um, yourself and something good around you that's already happening. It's, um, it's what I do. It's who I am. I can do that. I'm a, I'm a wonderful cheerleader like that. So if you need a boost, just drop me a, drop me a message on the old IG at Greatest Day Mindset. Come over and follow there if you're not. Share this episode. Screenshot it. Share it on your story. Tag me in it. And then recognize yourself for something you've done. Something you've done. Maybe it's just completing this episode because I don't know how long we've been doing this, but feels like a longer one than I'm, than I'm usually doing. So thank you for being here for the entirety of this episode. Hopefully you got something out of it. Take some action, celebrate yourself early, often create that momentum, reward yourself, reward yourself with a, with a wonderful dopamine hit to your brain. Uh, Cause you will thank yourself later in the day for doing it now. Um, I appreciate you guys. I will see you on the next episode. You already know, make today the greatest day of your life. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Greatest Day podcast. Hopefully the information given today will help each of you as you continue to improve your life, stay present, and make each day better than the last. As always, please take a minute and share this episode or this podcast with someone that you think would benefit and hit that subscribe button, leave a review, and let's continue to spread the greatest day mindset to as many people as we can. I appreciate each of you once again. We'll see you on the next episode. And as always, make today the greatest day of your life.